And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Stanley's Auto. Whenever you need a tow, Stanley's is the way to go. Previously on What Is Not. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce myself. My name is Robert Hagbard. I called you here today because I know all of you are searching for something. I'm part of an organization that would like to put together a small group that is willing to investigate some things. Often the distance from the direction of Cryptocore, the big factory that's south of the town, there's a large explosion. Vic the librarian they pull out a gun from their bag and they put it under robert's chin and hold him there as if to hold him hostage if you really want to know what's going on you need to read between the lines in the sand of the mojave desert in california off historic route 66 sits a small desert town called baghdad We have some ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. This leaves the five of you sitting there trying to piece together where you are and what's going on. So do any of you want to do anything at this point? I kind of want to run out. I want to see where this explosion was. And it's probably too late to catch a view of the car, the van that went. So I kind of run outside for a minute. So I'm looking around, seeing if I can see the explosion. To see if it gives me any intense as to what might be going on and where. Yeah, so the main drag of of Baghdad is to the north of Route 66. And you can see that this seems to be coming from the south. And it looks like it's probably coming from Route 66 itself. Do I know what's over there? It is a major thoroughfare in this world. I mean, in our world nowadays, it's not because there are other more effective roads and and highways to take. But for our world, it still is a a thoroughfare that's widely used. And so it's probably coming from Route 66 itself. 
Okay, it's not in Baghdad. It's a it's a far it's a distant explosion. No, to describe Baghdad, Route sixty six splits it right down the middle. So part of Baghdad is north, and that's most where most of the houses are, and where the main drag and commercial areas are. And then south of Route sixty six, there is some industry there, but the biggest thing that's south of Route sixty six is Cryptocore Industries. Okay. By the salt mines? Not quite that far east, but yeah. Like west of the salt mines, west of Amboy Crater. Oh, okay. Okay, so I know that the explosion is somewhere near Cryptocore. Is that... I'm sorry. The explosion, like it looks like it's probably coming from the highway itself. Okay. So a car wreck, maybe? Possibly, yes. Bruce the zombie also runs out just to offer himself as a meat shield, just in case there's anybody out there that's going <laughs> to... I don't know. It could happen. <laughs> meat shield engaged. I turn to Bruce and say, maybe a car wreck? I don't know. And then I start to head back inside. I'm assuming I can't see the van anymore. The van is gone. No, the van is gone. It um, There's kind of like an alleyway back there and just more of a back access to the commercial buildings on that street. And it's turned a corner and, and sped off. Bruce Azami pulls out his phone and texts, WTF, mate. <laughs> I nod. And then I head back in. Bruce the zombie wipes away some zombie tears and then goes back inside also. (laughs) Beth, do you have any reaction to this? Anything that you want to do right now? I'm holding the key with the card on it that was tossed to me by Winnie, who I know from the mechanic shop, who was driving the getaway van. It was actually tossed to you by Vic. Oh, Vic tossed it to me. Yeah, Vic tossed it to you. Vic is the the librarian who apparently has has a gun in their purse. And it's a key. It does not look like a car key. It looks maybe more like a door key. It's probably a door key compared to a car key or a like file cabinet key. And attached to it, instead of a key ring, is Vic's business card. As their their librarian, it talks about the the library and yeah. Yep, I don't know. Ruth zombie gets back to taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Does Donovan have anything that he wants to say or do right now? Uh, I, I think he's going to say uh, we should call the police, right, and report the kidnapping. And I mean, we should call the guards. This is something terrible's just gone down. Does anyone have a cell phone besides the monster? Zeke has a cell phone. The monster's name is Bruce. I say it a little indignantly. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, where I come from, we don't name the monsters. <laughs> Bruce is not hurt by this because he's too busy looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of agree. I mean, I know that we were all invited here because uh, something that we all probably shouldn't be talking to the police about necessarily, but, you know, we could report a kidnapping. I mean, Robert wanted us to investigate it ourselves. Yeah, maybe we ought to just hop in a car and go try and check out this explosion, see what's going on. Do a little bit of the looky-loo thing. Bruce holds up a charade sign representing his desire to sit shotgun. <laughs> well, I'm all for investigating the explosion as well. Yeah, my truck's out front. If we want to go, take Bruce a is look. already running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to say that while this is going on, almost simultaneously, three of your phones go off 
and ring. So Zeke, yours, you can tell from the, the stored number in your phone that it's the CryptoCore offices. And the person on the line explains to you that there's been an accident and they're concerned about any environmental impact it might have on the area. And so they've asked you to go investigate it. All right. Susie, you actually get called by the police before you have a chance to call them. And they say there has been an accident on Route 66 and there is an escaped animal that they would like you to kind of come and look at and see if you can figure out what is going on. Okay. And Beth, your phone goes off and it's actually work. It's the mechanics shop, and they are saying that they need somebody to do an emergency tow because of this accident that has happened on the 66, asking if you're available as they cannot find Winnie, who would normally be taking this. Yep. I look at you all and I say, well, there's an escaped animal. I I, I need to go to the accident site anyway, so I guess that's where I'm heading. Yeah. Zeke decides, I guess, that I should go over on my own, and maybe I take, rather than... uh all of us hopping in the same vehicle. I decide to go on my own. Uh, Susan, can I can I ride with you since I have some experience hunting monsters? I think that would be great. And all of a sudden, Susan spies a symbol on Donovan's person and recognizes it. Maybe, yeah, maybe like a medallion around my neck or something. But, okay, so yes, there's a medallion around your neck and she eyeballs it and she says, what is that? Oh, well, this is the Eye of Knowledge. Part of my uh, religion, nothing you need to concern yourself with. I know that. I know that symbol. Are you on Discord? Oh, yes, actually. <laughs> my, my monastery just recently got internet, and we got on, we, we've been getting on Discord, and and, uh, and yeah, that's that's us. Okay, well, what is your handle? Because I'm Bagavet on Discord on that channel. I'm Lucky Charms on there <laughs> okay susan's mouth like drops and she's just she's kind of in awe she kind of takes a step back because lucky charms is like the guru of that private channel that they're both on and she's like yes please get into my car right now <laughs> she's, she's super stoked and what did you say her handle was bag of vet from baghdad veterinarian <laughs> gotcha bag vet Bagavet. I'm sure I recognize Bagavet as well. So I think we can be talking about our mutual Discord conversations as we as we head out. I think that we have a few things in common. And Beth, do you have a ride? I got to go to the mechanic shop to go pick up the tow truck so that I can drive it to the accident site. Okay, I guess we're all going to the same place. See y'all Bruce, there. are you hitching a ride somewhere? Bruce is already riding shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Donovan, I'm sorry. Back, back seat for you, cab or, or pickup. <laughs> is, is, is that thing coming with us? Yes, this is my close friend, Bruce, and please do not kill him. Bruce turns back and waves to Donovan. <laughs> really, really friendly, openly loving wave of like, you are my new BFF too. <laughs> I think your close friend, Bruce, has a condition. <laughs> it's it's harmless. <laughs> to- to me, anyway. <laughs> oh, all right, we have we have bigger fish to fry, as you Americans say. So that's fine. Let's go onward. <laughs> all right, so we we hop in the car and we're on the way. All right. So now, even though Baghdad is certainly bigger than the tree that is out there currently, it isn't a huge place. So it doesn't take you long to get to Route sixty six. And I would argue that 
Beth is not too far behind. And you notice two things upon arriving. Not a big rig. One of those like medium-sized moving vans has overturned, and there is a huge hole in the cargo space as if something has burst from it. There are scorch marks around the opening, and you can see in the distance that there is actually smoke elsewhere. There is actually smoke coming from Cryptocore. So there are actually two possible sources of the explosion you heard earlier. What do you do? Well, we get there and I get out of the car. I'm looking for an animal, but I'm definitely noticing the chaos here that doesn't look like a normal car accident. Right. Bruce the zombie does charades to pretend he's putting on a Sherlock Holmes hat and he goes to investigate it as well. Very nice. Donovan is going to run over to the uh, the vehicle and specifically start by looking in the cab to see if there's an injured driver or something. If there's any people who are hurt. Can we investigate a mystery? or You can investigate a mystery, so why don't you guys go ahead and those of you who are actively investigating, go ahead and roll. I got eight with my shark. Okay, we got an eight for Susie. And then what did you say you got, Drew? I was asking one or two die? Two die. Two die. I got a seven. Okay. And Todd, did you roll as well? Yeah. What what do you add to investigate a mystery? Sharp. Oh, then I got an eight. Okay. Okay. On two six-sided dice, I got a total of two. (laughs) And do you have any sharp to add? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's experience, by the way. Oh, oh, that's right. Yes, that's experience. Failed. You failed to look into a cab. I'm getting so much experience in this game. <laughs> so I just get lost in the smoke, I guess. I'm just like, oh, I can't even, where's the car? Where? Ah, ah. <laughs> this is the way I'm going to handle it. So before you can get to the actual crash site, you know, it is it is roped off and there are police officers there. And the local deputy, second in command of the police force in Baghdad, one Lou Riley, Lou stops you. He lets Susie in and he probably recognizes Bruce from, you know, around simply because he does do work with Susie. So he lets them through, but he kind of stops you. Lou, this is my new assistant. Can he join us? I think he's going to be a big help to me. Lou kind of gives you a side eye. Those of you who've been active hunters in Baghdad for a while, there's an unspoken rule that if you really need to kind of get information about weird happenings, lose a little bit more open to it than the other police officers. He kind of gets a lot of crap from it because they're like, oh yeah, big conspiracies. Ooh yeah, scary monsters. You know, he doesn't know if there's something going on or not, but he's a little bit more, he, he knows you guys have good uh, intentions, so he doesn't tend to stop you. So he kind of nods and lets you through. Question. Yes. Bruce the zombie be worthy of getting a fist bump from Lou when he arrives at the scene. I totally think Lou gives you a fist bump. Absolutely. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Bruce and Susie both can ask uh, one question each. You don't have to ask it immediately, but the questions you can ask is, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I'll ask what happened here. Are we asking you or are we asking Lou? You're asking me because you're. this is you de- deducing from what you see. From the skid marks, you can see that it looks like it had to stop quickly. 
and in the process overturned and whatever was inside the cargo space apparently did not like that and somehow burst through. Ooh. All right. Bruce does charades to represent Hulk smashing stuff. Yes. I feel like at some point in here, Zeke has arrived at the scene and is getting equipment out of his trunk to test the air and to test what's going on to check out what might be escaping into the community via via all the smoke and dust and other such things. Okay. Susan ties a bandana around her mouth and hands one to uh, to Donovan. Now that she's like thinking, uh, maybe should we be breathing this air <laughs> now that Zeke is here to test stuff? Yeah, I'll go ahead and put that on too. Bruce, do you want to pick a, an investigative mystery question or do you want to hold on to that for now? Oh yeah, uh, I'm going with that first one. He's going to do hashtag WTF mate. Upon closer inspection, you can see that there was some sort of cage inside. It looks more like it was an animal that was kind of shackled, not just caged. So whatever it was, it looks like the crash loosened the the shackles. And from there, the creature was able to, the animal or whatever it was, was able to burst out and break out of where it was being held. Bruce shed some zombie tears thinking about a potential animal being tortured. (laughs) I wave to Zeke, Zeke, and I say, you know, hey, do you want to check out these scorch marks or something peculiar here? And, And then I walk over to Lou and I ask about an animal that escaped. Let's resolve Zeke first. Zeke, does Zeke want to investigate a mystery? Yes, I think so. Go for it. You're going to roll two dice and add plus sharp. Excellent. Uh, seven on the die, and then I don't know how to do the plus sharp thing. Do you have your character sheet open? I do. Is there a plus number next to your sharp stat? No, my sharp is zero. Okay, so you're you're at a seven. Okay, I'm going to go with the last one. What is being concealed here? Your readings that you're taking, because you're looking at it from an environmental perspective, right. yeah? Mm-hmm. You're picking up a large amounts of sulfur. Hmm. So whatever escaped had a lot of gas... Interesting. So a gaseous, caged animal. Monster. Something. Does it smell worse than Bruce? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say worse, I'd just say different. (laughs) Susan didn't need the bandana before, but now she's got the bandana, so I'm saying, yeah, different, because I'm used to Bruce. Yeah, I would say Bruce smells a little bit like that that kind of sweet, decaying animal kind of smell that you get when you find... (laughs) You know, love, something that's crawled under the sweet in there. <laughs> well, it, it, it like if you've ever we we had when I lived with my grandma, we had animals that would get stuck underneath the the crawl space in the house, and you have to get them out. It was like this sickeningly sweet nastiness. But sulfur is more rotten eggs. Bruce has been thinking about getting into the cologne industry. <laughs> uh, I see. I see Beth pull up with her tow truck, and I think gosh, she is cool tow truck driver obviously lou lets beth in realizing that she's going to need to try and tow this and and there are um servicemen on the scene that are going to obviously moving (laughs) moving a a vehicle like this is going to be quite the to-do so there are more than just you there to help but you're you're bringing the tow truck I'm, I'm guessing it would be a flatbed for something this size asking a lot of information about tow trucks and i have none (laughs) (laughs) oh no you can say you do tow trucky things and that's just fine (laughs) yeah the tow truck it's big it can pull cars or trucks so it's large 
Do you want to do anything specific? Do you want to just do your job? Are you doing anything while you're doing your job? Probably investigating the mystery while also doing my job. Very good. So go ahead and roll plus sharp. Okay. Nine on the dice. And according to the sheet thingy, I get plus one. So that gives you a 10, which means you can hold two. So you can ask two of the questions. Want to rattle those off again? (laughs) (laughs) What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Let's go with what can hurt it. From what you see in the wreckage, there's no blood. There's no tissue or anything that would suggest it got hurt. But this was a pretty bad accident. So it doesn't look like whatever it is, is a wounded animal. So I can tell you that the crash did not hurt it. Okay. What kind of creature is it? You can tell the size. It is probably about 10 feet high based on the dimensions of the space. And because there's, there's a sulfur smell, your experience would probably say that it has something to do with demons or, or something along those lines. Usually a sulfur smell is pretty good indication of some sort of demonic or devil-like creature. In my head, I was like, dragon? What? <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to Lou and, and I say, hey, I know you got me here to, to find an animal. Can you tell me anything about what happened here and why? why? Well, this is a weird one. We were actually on our way to investigate the explosion at Cryptocore, and we saw that this truck had capsized, but we don't know where the driver is. We don't know what kind of animal it is, though we've been told by the people at Cryptocore that they were transporting chimpanzees for medical experiments. So he's like, that's the information I have. No driver, don't know where the driver could have gone. He seemed to be a well-respected employee. The idea that he would just run off doesn't seem realistic. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't jive. Is there any sign of foul play? Did the driver get injured? Well, that's the thing. There's no blood in the cabin. It's just like he vanished. And did this happen? Accident happened before or after the explosion at Cryptocore? From all we can tell. We want to say that it happened because, you know, maybe the driver was distracted by something like the explosion, but we really can't tell if it is how long after the explosion it happened. It it certainly happened shortly after the explosion, but we can't tell if it was immediately after, like a reaction to it, or if it was, it could have been him watching the smoke and looky-looing a little bit and... You know, we, we have critters that'll shoot across the, the highway. Maybe he, you know, swerved to stop, but something indicates that he swerved to stop and that tipped over the, the truck. Can our characters potentially see tracks like Jurassic Park tracks going off the road or something like that? Something for us to follow. There are actually no tracks around the truck. What? creature flies bruce sends a text that it's definitely not a dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> susan nods it says um yep or a dinosaur that flies 
Zeke would like to go to CryptoCore to investigate the explosion down there. Is he, can he uh, head off to back to CryptoCore, or should he stick at the scene? He certainly can, but I'm going to say that there is um, uh, an individual at the scene that is kind of uh, some, somebody in, in the CryptoCore industry. So who, who, would be, who would be at this accident site from your company? Well, certainly, knowing CryptoCore, they would have sent a public relations professional to answer questions and make sure that the wrong ideas didn't get picked up by the media or social media. So aside from myself investigating any environmental concerns, they would have one of their PR specialists at the scene. So the PR specialist, give me one second, is... And perhaps a member of their scientific team that was dealing with these supposed chimps, who may or may not not just be another PR professional. Bruce the Zombie is reading The Idiot's Guide to PR. (laughs) (laughs) So the person you see on site is Christian Winter. Winter or Winter? Winter. Okay. He's a man in his mid-60s. He is kind of the person that the company sends out to deal with this kind of thing. He's talking to any press people and saying, yeah, we we just were, you know, very humane, you know, more psychological uh, experiments that we were doing with uh, chimpanzees. The chimps escaped, so we need to find them. But, you know, it it just seems like an uh, unfortunate accident at this point. And that's what he's telling the press right now. Zeke is a bit suspicious that they're sending out an older gentleman to handle press he's he suspects that this may not be uh all that it seems susan walks over to donovan just kind of trying to feeling like they need to pool their their knowledge and thinks that maybe walking over to to beth as well and and zeke just she's feeling like people need we need to pool our knowledge here well i i've seen this sort of thing before i I think what we're dealing with is some kind of a monster. Donovan's a quick one. (laughs) (laughs) A a very, uh, well, I guess, what did you notice, Beth? Yeah, so it smells like sulfur, which indicates that it could potentially be a demon, since that's the smell that's usually associated with them. See, Susan's a little floored by this. You know, she's she's had suspicions about a lot of things going on in the town, but the word demon is like she's feeling a little bit scared at the moment. So she moves a little closer to Bruce. His sweet uh, to smell. To help mask the smell of the sulfur by being near Bruce. I am here to protect. <laughs> Can Bruce the zombie potentially go onto a form of social media to determine if there is a demon that is using social media in the area? <laughs> yes, I think that would probably fall again under uh, investigate a mystery if you want to do another roll. Oh, I will happily roll again. <laughs> I got totaling nine. Nine. Okay, so you can hold one. Do you want the questions again? Oh my God, there were so many. (laughs) (laughs) I I will use whatever questions are left. What can it do? Where did it go? Where did it go? Boom, that one. (laughs) There aren't any tracks. Okay. So the suggestion would be up. Up. Mm. 
Susan has a move. It's called Dark Past. If you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll weird. Um, and then there's more questions. Can she can she trawl through her dark memories? Go for it. Oh, she got a nine. With, and there's zero, zero for weird, so nine straight up. It says, on a 10 plus, ask the question two questions. On a seven to nine, ask one. So the questions are... When I dealt with this creature or one of its kind, what did I learn? What black magic do I know that could help here? Do I know anyone who might be behind this? Who do I know who can help us right now? What do I want to know? Um, uh, who do I know who can help us right now? Who do you know who can help you right now? I would suggest maybe going onto your Discord server and kind of giving people some you know, description of what is going on. And maybe somebody on there would, would be able to give you some insight. So I turned to Donovan and say, what do you think? Should we ask our peeps? Oh, I, I think that is an excellent idea. But before we do that, I, I want to do, I want to try something here. Doesn't always work. Sometimes things get a little weird, but just, uh, just bear with me. As I, I, I try this out, uh, I would like to use magic. Go for it. Specifically, I am trying to observe another place or time. I'd like, I'd like to try to observe this place when the truck flipped over and the monster got loose. Nice. I'm going to need to roll better than double ones for this to work, though. Susan's just staring at Donovan in awe. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got an eight. And what do I add to use magic? Um, it would be plus weird. Weird is my good one. I got two to that. So this is a ten. Perfect. The magic works without issues. Choose your effect. All right. So if, if the GM would allow it, what I'd like to do is to create a kind of sphere, a kind of magic orb that uh, all of my friends could see, all of my friends and the zombie could see, and it would be a little, you know, TV show of the truck toppling on its side and whatever it was getting out. I'm going to ask what perspective you're looking at it from. Are you looking at it from, like, a third person's perspective? Or are you looking at it from the perspective of the driver? Third person. Third person, yeah. Third person. All right. So what you see in this sphere, what everybody gathered around sees in the sphere, is they see the truck driving at a decent rate down the 66. And you see in the distance a flash coming from the CryptoCore Industries. And obviously there was some sort of explosion that happened there. But it's it's still off in the distance. He hasn't quite gotten to where the accident has occurred. It maybe takes a minute or two before he gets there. And you can't see what it is, but something shoots across the street and the driver swerves to miss it and tips over the the truck. So this is all kind of stuff that you guys have deduced, but you hear like a slamming against the the storage area of the truck and a big blast of fire comes shooting out of the side. And once the the smoke kind of starts to clear from that, a large creature with bat-like wings comes out. It looks a little bit like it has the body of 
the the only shape I can explain it as would be the upper body of like a kangaroo, but the lower body of a goat. And there are definitely some sort of almost like ram horns at the top of it, but it's got these big bat-like wings and it puts one large claw on the edge of the burnt metal and it puts a leg up and with a couple of flaps of its huge wings just takes off into the into the night sky. Bruce the zombie watches this while sitting Indian style eating charades popcorn <laughs> and then sends a message to the group using his phone saying not animal. <laughs> as the uh, as the magic ball disappears and the image fades I'll say well, that worked quite well. <laughs> and I'm a little bit speechless and even more terrified, but also thinking about the biology of this creature because, wow, bat, kangaroo, goat, claws, ram. She's thinking already back to like her haven, thinking there's got to be something there that's going to explain this. This is, uh, this is an ancient garuat. <laughs> I've hunted these many times. Uh. Ah, yes, the ancient guru rat, the most devious of the rats. <laughs> Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll, and I want to welcome you back to our Monster of the Week campaign, What Is Not? We already got a comment, and we're so excited. Unwritten Words, in response to one of our posts on Reddit, wrote, Cool! And you're even on Spotify. We are. We are also on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Overcasts, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. We're everywhere. And speaking of places you can find us, many of the players are on other podcasts as well. Katie, who plays Beth, is on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever. Todd, who plays Donovan, is on the Nerdberg Review. And I am on Geektitude. And of course, Drew, who plays Bruce the Zombie, as well as Todd, are the other two game masters on As the Dice Roll. And all of these podcasts can be found on the Geek to Geek Media Network. Now, this is a conspiracy setting, so we want to know what your theories are. Can you figure out what monster they're hunting before the hunters do? And I like to hide Easter eggs in my games, so let me know if you spot any. You can email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com, or you can check out our Twitter at asthedicerollrp, or our Instagram at asthedicerole. We also have a voice message option. Hop onto our anchor site or on the website at asthedicerollcast.com. Click the message link and say hello. We'd really like to hear from you, and I may even play your audio during these wonderful intermissions. And finally, make sure to hop over to the dedicated As The Dice Roll channel on the geek to geek Media Network Slack. You can find the link on the geek to geek Media website at geek to geek mediacom Just look under Contact Us, and that's also where you can find and join the geek to geek Media Discord server. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to chat with you in real time. We love our listeners. That's it for me for now. Let's head back and see if the team can figure out what this monster is after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. 
all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. So before moving on, is there anything that anybody else wants to do at the crash site? I kind of gather everyone and I'm like, hey, do we tell Lou about Robert Hagbard or not? I just, I don't want to get Vic in trouble, If but Vic might not be a good person. I don't know. And I think, Beth, you know Winnie. I'm blanking on who Lou is. Sheriff. The deputy sheriff. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He fist bumps with Bruce. <laughs> and he let Donovan in. So, I mean, I kind of trust him. I don't want to cause trouble for anyone, though, but I just don't know if we should tell. I do know Vic. They are the librarian. And they come into the coffee shop all the time. Yes. Well, and you also know Winnie, who is apparently associated in whatever Vic is associated with. Yes. I worry that if we don't tell the guards now, this is this is our last chance. If they find out that we witnessed it, you know, if they find out a week from now that we witnessed the kidnapping, we could all be in a lot of trouble for not reporting it. I, I think we should take this opportunity. Although we could go investigate it ourselves. Yeah, I think for Beth, she's not real trusting of the police. So while she's working on getting the truck hooked up to the tow, she's been wandering around like looking at things around the truck. And she doesn't think we should talk to the police about what happened at the comic book shop because in her experience, they're not helpful whatsoever. And since Zeke does know Christian Winter, because of course they both work at Cryptocore, he thinks maybe he should go over and try and chat up Christian a bit and see if he can get any inside info. Good call. So she so walk over to Christian. Christian has just finished dealing with press. The press is kind of he's kind of chasing them away. Nothing to see here. You got all the pictures you need. And he sees Zeke and comes over and extends a hand. Very professional. Zeke shakes his hand and Zeke says, Hey, my man, I'm guessing that there's a little more going on here than what you just told to uh, Molly at uh, Fox News there. So is there anything more you can, any light you can shed on this, uh, the haps going on here? What, what can you fill me in, even on the, uh, even on the download a little bit? Well, it's, it's really not that complicated, Zeke. Um, we were we were transporting the you know a couple of chimpanzees for some uh, logic puzzle type research, and um, and something happened that caused the truck to capsize, and that's that's really all that happened. We do have we do have a small problem in the uh, factory. One of the generators blew and knocked out one of the wings. But other than that, you know, it's just kind of an unfortunate series of events. Zeke knows Christian well enough to know that this is a little bit of BS, feels that there's more to learn here. And so he decides to make a move on Christian. 
uh, and use a little bit of mental dominion to try and get out some information that Christian didn't otherwise want to share. All right, go for it. Is that a, a weird move? That is a plus charm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> Zeke rolled a four. And does he have charm? Uh, he has negative one charm. Okay, so mark experience. <laughs> and as he's trying to kind of use his mental domination powers, they're still a little new to him. And as he's doing it, Christian just kind of walks away. <laughs> he's like, nice seeing you, Zeke. And he's, just, and he's just like, almost like when you're, when you're trying to say something to somebody, but they want, you're like, wait, wait, wait. But, but he, he's, he's gone to go take care of other things. Zeke is just staring into his eyes and trying to dominate, and everybody else just thinks it's a, it's a creepy move that they don't understand. <laughs> All right. Bruce, what are you doing? Is there anything you want to accomplish before heading out of the, the area? Did he see Zeke do that one on one with the PR guy? I don't know. Did he? Yes, he did. Yes. Yes, he did. Bruce makes a little note to himself that he, I think we said something in the first session that he knows that Bruce is special in some way. And I think watching him try and do that spell was like proof to him something that kid's got something cool going on. But otherwise, I will say that he wants to hunt the demon thingy because he saw the video footage of it. He's ready to go. Okay. Does anybody else want to do anything before leaving the area? Oh, you know, I think Donovan is going to walk over to Lou and say, I know Susie just told you I'm helping her out. I'm a new assistant and everything. I understand why you didn't want me getting close to the accident. You didn't know who I was or anything. But I just want to let you know that, you know, I'm I'm with them and I, I, I support law enforcement and everything you do. And I have a lot of respect for you. And I just, just kind of wanted to come over and say hi and shake your hand. Put her there, pal. He's very friendly. He's got a a very nice smile. He's a relatively fit guy, probably in his mid to late 20s. And uh, he, you know, he's just happy to meet you. He's like, well, it's very, it's very nice to meet you. What did did you say your name was? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, Donovan, Donovan Halean. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Donovan. I'm, I'm Lou. Hey, Lou, I will see you around. I'm sure. Susie's looking at Beth, kind of like worrying that Donovan was gonna like out the the Hagbard kidnapping, and and they're just kind of like kind of overheard. They're just like, okay, all right, we're all on the same page here. I forgot that I have a hunter's journal. Okay, yes, <laughs> which can be used when investigating a mystery because it lets me add four additional questions. Okay, what what are those questions? The additional questions are, what does the sketch suggest it looks like? What kind of victims does it prefer? What's the detail we haven't seen here yet? And how did the last encounter with one of these go? Okay, you want to roll Investigate a Mystery again and see if you have any additional luck? See, I will do that. I got a 12, and then I plus one that. (laughs) Thirteen. So you've you've got two. You can you can use them now. You can hold on to them. Totally your call. I'm gonna use one now, and then hold on to the other one. Okay. We'll do with what's the detail we haven't seen here yet. 
I think they brought in a construction crew to kind of pull stuff out and they've uprighted the the truck and you're getting it fit with the cables that pull it onto the flatbed. And you notice that there is a clipboard hanging inside the storage area of the truck. And it looks like there is a paper torn off of like the front sheet has been torn off, but it wasn't a clean tear. And so there's like a little, like you can kind of see where the shipment came from. It has definitely come out of state. It has come from a long way away. It is from a place called Pine Barrens, South Jersey. The Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Cool. So I'm going to take that clipboard. (laughs) (laughs) With the papers attached before the cops get it. And put it in my bag for later. Awesome. So does this creature play hockey? That's honestly not something I had considered when creating this monster. So <laughs> I thought he might be in the New Jersey Devils or something. Bruce is going to check the prices on airfare to go to Pine Barrens, New Jersey, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> the rates are variable depending on which time and day and flight you decide to take and layovers, and it's quite the complicated process. <laughs> uh. Where to next, people? Well, I would like to get on the Discord server for the Eye of Knowledge. Get on the Eye of Knowledge Discord server. But unfortunately, the laptop they sold me here in Baghdad doesn't have an internet hole. So I need to get one of those cables that turns a rectangle into an internet hole before my laptop will work. So we'll have to use somebody else's. Okay, so I, I hop on Discord and I sort of download all the details that we know so far and just say, help, help. They are on it, but they may not get back to you immediately. Okay. At this point, if you guys don't have anything else you want to do in the crash site, I'm going to let you guys kind of disperse and go where you would logically go next. So where would that be for all of you? It does not have to be the same place. Well, for Zeke, I'm still concerned about the explosion down at Cryptocore. I want to make sure my office is in order and uh, nothing's been stolen from the mini fridge beneath my desk. So I'm going <laughs> to zip back down to the office and see if I can't do a little investigating. Okay, so Zeke's going over to Cryptocore. Where's everybody else headed? I turned to Bruce because I know Bruce and he wants to find this monster. So I. I look at him and I'm like, what do you want to do? (laughs) Where should we go? Bruce actually has a moment where he is thinking that maybe Cryptocore is the place to go next. His, His aggression has kind of gone away for a moment and he's like, wait a minute, there's more to investigate. Okay. Todd, where do you want to go? Where does Donovan want to go? I think Donovan's going to go over to Susan and say, I'd really like to, you know, talk to, now that now that I've met um, Bag Bagvet Bagavet in person, I I I'd love to sit down and and chat with you about you know our shared passion for monster things. Awesome. Well, the drive to Cryptocore is how long? It's not far. It's just to the south of where you are. I mean, it's like a five minute drive down the road, and then it pulls off into the Cryptocore campus. Or we could split up. Donovan and I can head back to my haven and Bruce can go with Zeke. 
Wait, does Zeke trust Bruce? Zeke trusts no one in his life, but <laughs> Bruce no less than others. <laughs> Bruce respects that. Donovan, if you want, we could go to the library and see if we can find anything else out about this creature and kind of talk about talk about everything that we know. That sounds great. I love a good library. <laughs> and on the way, that's where Vic is, so we could kind of be, you know, keeping our eyes peeled for Vic, since we seem to be protecting them at this point. And Beth, where are you headed? Are you taking the, the truck back? Yeah, so Beth is going to finish up getting the truck hooked up to the to the tow, and then going to tow it back to the, I don't, the junkyard? Because she knows tow truck thingies. I know tow truck things. Yeah, there's probably a scrapyard attached to the shop, but it's mostly a, a mechanic shop. I would assume that you you work in. Do you have a Do you have a name for your mechanics shop? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are more than welcome to create one. Do you what, Do you have a boss's name? She's self employed. <laughs> um, hold on, Stanley. All right, I think you work at Stanley's Auto. I like that. I turn to Beth and say, do you want to meet us at the library when you're done? Because I feel like we're going to need your expertise. Yeah, after I finish up with the truck back at Stanley's, I can meet you at the library with the key that I got from Vic. That's right, the key. Because maybe it potentially opens something at the library since Vic works at the library and their business card for the library was attached to the key. He did say read between the lines. So, and I go up to Zeke and I give him Bruce's contact info so they can text. Emoji smiles are flown across the cellular world. Next time on What Is Not. There's an open elevator shaft at the end of the hall. I put pictures of it on Instagram. You notice that the pictures have been taken down from Instagram. I was playing with Sparky in the backyard and this big monster came and he took Sparky. Natural light is shining down onto this huge conspiracy board. Big Brother is watching us. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.